0: This is the Post-America Podcast. That's right, motherfucker. What the fuck you know about podcasting? This is our shit. Post-America. Macho Black, Richie Crutch, Chrissy the Baboon. Post-America Podcast, son. Download that shit, Motherfucker
1: post-america podcast world me and richie back again i'm sorry for my absence but thank you richie for holding it down for me and chris uh over the the extended break
0: no problem is chris even
1: still alive or no he's uh you know him he's been on the death's
0: door for the last 15 years yeah he won't answer a text or nothing though it's weird come on
1: i don't know man he's uh conserving his energy that's for I sure mean,
0: I, I for those that don't know chris is still he's editing these podcasts he's he's uploading them on all the formats but i just tell him something's right email him the podcast and then they're up but he doesn't you know he doesn't communicate at all i don't know what's going on he's the wizard behind the behind the curtain yeah he's maybe he's mad at us i don't know everybody's mad lately everybody's very sensitive but uh what's the latest what uh what what, what tell tell everybody what you've been doing so I have been,
1: uh, you know this, but I, I'm a Pennsylvania uh, licensed realtor. So the market in Pennsylvania has been just bananas since COVID, Since uh, probably April. It's been crazy in the Poconos. Uh, people are fleeing New York City. That's what it feels like here, at least. I don't know how it feels in New York. I basically most of the sales that have happened over this summer have been people moving here from New York City or from uh you know close to New York City in New Jersey or from Philadelphia they're trying to get away from more congested areas and move to somewhere with some elbow room so um i've I've just been literally busier than I've ever been in my entire life uh it's It's crazy it's like real eye opening. Um, as far as like how busy this and crazy this job can get. And then, you know, it's a feast or famine type of a, uh, industry too. So I got to try to gobble up as much as I can while it's here. You know,
0: you do any like super dope mansions, you're selling those or no, I have sold a couple really cool, very expensive properties. Yo, now that you're in the business, are you seeing places in the area that you've lived so long that you never even knew existed? Yeah, it's funny how, you know,
1: I, I'm I'm very familiar with the roads here, but I, I find new roads every single day that, you know, I've driven past my whole life and I didn't even know they were there or the name and uh, houses that I've driven past my whole life, but never really saw. And uh, yeah, it's, it's pretty, it's crazy, man. It's a wild industry.
0: Yeah, there's some cool shit around here. Every once in a while, I look, you know, left or right. You know, I, I I live around here so long, and I I take the same roads, the same thing all over. I don't, I know the name of the road in front of my house. If you told me I'll meet you on the road at the corner of my house, I wouldn't even know what it was called. Like I never pay attention yeah. to anything. You don't, you don't look at street signs like we. It's funny because like
1: you, I I'm not sure exactly. Even like landmarks, if somebody said, oh, you know, like a landmark to me for directions, I probably wouldn't be able to just recall it it's just like a you just you you kind of memorize these patterns of driving i think you memorize the pattern more than a street sign or a
0: landmark yeah yeah i suck at that stuff but yeah that's wow so uh that's all you're doing no more construction stuff at no the that's
1: it man i've been doing that since uh september of uh 2019 And then I stopped, I was kind of had, you know, a foot on both sides of the fence. I was doing a little bit of construction while I kind of figured out how real estate works. And then by, uh,
0: December, 2019, I just, I've been doing real estate full time. Nice. Nice. Maybe I could put you on a mission. I want to find myself an old abandoned school that I could turn into a, a compound. I got one for you. Oh shit! I'm not even, I'm not even kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I
1: literally got one. For, I got
0: two that you could choose from. One in Stroudsburg, one in Cresco. Oh, and the thing I know the one in Stroudsburg is like behind Sarah Street. Yeah, yeah, that thing's been like nothing for forever, right? What's going on? No, it should be it should be condominiums by now, and it's not. It's it's weird. It's like a, it's like a it's like an old school 1950 style school right on like a a, a, a city block. Right. Mm -hmm. It's it's got that little park by it. Or is that just uh, like playground? It's got a
1: paved parking lot with a playground and and a big parking area. And, uh,
0: and it's just been nothing for years. Yeah. That was my first school when I moved up to the Poconos from Easton. Oh shit. You are hanging in that schoolyard with a leather jacket, bullying (laughs) people. (laughs) That's crazy. Yeah. I always wonder when I pass, I'm like, this is what a waste.
1: So when I went to that school, there was only two other black kids in the whole
0: school. Back then, they were called colored kids, too. That was how long ago that was. And we all sat together at lunch. Damn. We all. What do you mean we all? All three of you? <laughs> all three of us. <laughs> what an empty table. with just It's a, a table for nine, and there's three guys there. Yeah. And you
1: know what's really crazy is that two of us were Jehovah's Witnesses. Oh, my God. Two of us at that table. So probably, how weird is that?
0: you're probably judging the one that wasn't the whole time the thieves are really left <laughs> out that guy nah, we were looking at his his uh his uh, worldly lunches with jealousy. oh yeah, you like that yo and and no no black girls though huh? No, the sisters was dry down there, son. It was dry as a bone Damn. and then then when I
1: moved to East Strasbourg, it was the same thing like I, I two two or three years later, I went to East Strasburg um school district and there was uh I don't maybe two black kids in the whole school when I moved there too. But by the time I graduated it was it was very integrated, a lot more than when I first moved there.
0: Is that because I think around here there's like well, I don't know about but down there but it's like a bunch of different elementary schools and then what what point do you go to like junior high? I don't know. That would be that was Sixth grade for me
1: was when all the schools came, to, all the elementary schools. That's like, what it Met is. up at one bigger school,
0: yeah. And that's when you get the diversity when all the schools come together. Yeah. Plus,
1: the the way it's been around here is there's, it's it's like cycles. Going back to like real estate, it, you see these cycles happen where there's times where it's very beneficial for people from other areas to move to the Poconos. Yeah. And in the the 80s, there was a rush. In the 90s, there was a rush. 2000s. And then now there's like a, a crazy rush. So like at that time, it was very local. And uh, by the time I graduated from high school, there was all these developments. Like you know them, like Salt Creek and Pocono Country Place yeah. and Pine Ridge. And, and they'd advertise they,
0: in the city. Yeah.
1: They advertised straight to, to New York newspapers and TV stations. And people were just coming here by the thousands.
0: I remember when I was little watching TV in New Jersey and always seeing ads for the Poconos, and the one that sticks out was Mount Airy Lodge. Beautiful Mount Airy Lodge. Remember that commercial? Everybody knows that, yeah. Ah. (laughs) Everybody knows that shit. Yeah, and I would be, like, singing it because they'd play it all day. I knew that. I, I was like, the Poconos, where is that? And my parents were like, we went on our honeymoon in the Poconos. <laughs> and I was like, wow, "Wow! One day, maybe I'll go there or Hawaii." You know, meanwhile, it's like an hour away. I didn't even. You know, know, it's funny. Yeah, it's crazy because when when we moved up here from, we're
1: from Easton, which isn't even far. Yeah, like Easton. Some people consider Easton the Poconos, but when you live in Easton, you don't think of that as the Poconos. The Poconos is over Blue Ridge Mountain. Oh, when you go over the Appalachian Trail, Mountain. Yeah, now you're in the Poconos.
0: Yeah, is so like, not the Poconos. All suckers in Easton.
1: <laughs> it's it's definitely not. It's a different vibe down there. It's still completely. Yeah. It's nice completely though. It's a, different that's vibe. A dope city. Easton's dope. It's definitely coming up. Yeah, and it's and right now they have a boom too. Anything that's bordering New Jersey, in Pennsylvania has a real estate boom.
0: Mm-hmm. It's in New York, as
1: you can get to, as close as you can get to cheap housing, and and two direct r- routes to New York City. So Route 78 and Route 80 along the border of New Jersey. Any, anything in, in between
0: those two highways is booming. Yo, these fucking New Yorkers better watch themselves when they come up here and behave. That's one thing. All right? You don't <laughs> enter my state without behaving. But in any case, I would say Easton is definitely on to come up. Because back in the day, Easton was like grimy. Yeah yeah and now it's like it's, it's it's a nice it's got that nice center city spot it's pretty cool I mean, yeah I like there's
1: it. a lot of great just like uh like friday night hangout you know walk, yeah. you can walk from 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 place to place you know great restaurants
0: you know who i saw in Eastern uh last saint patty's day or maybe two saint patty's day i saw slain uh performing yeah, at, at, at the uh, club, one center square yeah slain yeah. who we just had on our last episode Shout out to Slane. Thanks for being on a wisdom and change track. Yeah, that was cool, man. I would love to do like all rap stuff. Like you know, what I mean, imagine being like a. Well, you're not a musician. You're more of a vocal guy, but like as a musician, would it'd be cool to be like on deck for like a, a, a hip hop producer?
1: Oh, hey Richie, yeah, I need I, a
0: little I, guitar lick in, in this sort of mood. I mean, bah, 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 you know what I mean? That'd be fun. Like I'm not
1: a big fan of his. Uh, work i guess but that dude pharrell the producer pharrell oh yeah pharrell however you say it he's like he's so good at that he plays every instrument and he's got like like in the studio with him he's like he's a real musician
0: imagine how much fun he must have like he just like because he gets a budget he's got a probably dope budget and if he wants like a little violin spot if he can't even play it he'll call up a violin dude pay him off play this then mm-hmm. if he wants to do his own but i want to do a bass part but i don't have a Rick and buy a rickenbacker bass or get the one he wants to play it then he's done he hangs it on his wall he owns it now that guy got some life that little skater dude yeah incredible old Farrell. yeah that's yeah, a good he, I, game i don't man. know if i know his stuff either to be honest but i know the name isn't that weird he like did. nowadays musicians like you know their name more than their like stuff you know well they started out like underground like he was in a band called
1: n-e-r-d and it was very like underground hip-hop kind of stuff a lot like in this in like a skater scene but then chris baboon should have been in that band with that name n-e-r-d he could have been the he could have been the the boss of the band yeah oh yeah (laughs) and then he just kind of blew up on his on his own though and uh, i don't know who any of the other guys are he's huge but it's weird right now like uh like Will I Am. Remember yeah. he, Black Eyed Peas was like a dope underground hip hop group before they turned into what they are now.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And, there's a, uh, lot of, there's a lot Will I am of stuff. then
1: just kinda like took off on his own. He's and he became I don't know the other people's names.
0: Like I don't listen to the radio at all. But if I did, would I hear Will I Am or Feral? Like would I Not hear anymore. This stuff?
1: There was a time when you would. Uh, you might hear some Pharrell songs because. So who they playing
0: on the radio now? Who's playing?
1: I I don't even know, man. But I know that Pharrell time was like, maybe like four years ago, five years ago.
0: Oh, he's washed he was up. Like, yeah. It's over, Pharrell. It's over. <clears throat> I don't so, even. I don't know what's
1: going on with music, man. It's yeah, so, music is just so weird now.
0: Yeah, it's like uh, a TikTok uh, little bit could be like. You know, that's now the number one track. Like, who the hell? I don't know. Will there ever be another like Led Zeppelin? Will there ever be another ACDC? Will there ever be another... Check this out. (laughs) There's
1: this band that I've been trying. I've been hating on them, okay, since I heard them. But I cannot deny that they are dope. There's a band called Greta Van Fleet. Oh, that's the Led Zeppelin type band. It's a Led Zeppelin absolute undeniable ripoff, mm. but they are dope. It's like, you know how a Led Zeppelin album will have like, whatever. It's like eight songs on it, and five of them are are crap, and there's two, there are three really good songs. Yeah, and then one that's like you know ten minutes long. Yeah, but like, it's like if. Led Zeppelin just made put out an album of only their dope songs.
0: Mm. So That's they stole the, the the Led Zeppelin good song recipe.
1: Yeah. Not and the Led
0: Zeppelin experimental song recipe.
1: So anyone listening who doesn't believe me, there's a they have a song called Safari Song. That should be your introduction to Greta Van Fleet. Just give that a uh, give that a uh, listen. Give it a try. If you like that then continue listening to more Greta Van Fleet. But that song itself is like, if it was Led Zeppelin, it would have been one of the dopest Led Zeppelin songs mm-hmm. they ever made.
0: Now and you it's know so someone.
1: weird. And I, I don't like saying that. And I know Chris Mavermast would be so mad if, you know, he's a big he, Zeppelin he fan.
0: This. Yeah. He would, be. yeah. He's
1: going to, it's going to be like sacrilege, but I, I, Anthony, actually, my son actually broke, broke it down for me. Like I, I was hating on this band cuz I'm like they literally just took the formula and started doing it. The guy sounds so much like Robert Plant. So he they're sounds- like a, they're
0: like a cover band with original songs.
1: Yeah, exactly. Hmm. It's it's bizarre, but they they're dope, man. So and they're big. It's a they're a big band. Like they do really really well.
0: Yeah. Like there are functioning bands that do good, they make a living, but I'm saying, you know what I mean? Like the bands that reach like yeah. who- who is going to be
1: to do to do well? You can do well and not reach Led Zeppelin status, but to reach Led Zeppelin status, which is like, uh, I mean, who's on that plane? Led Zeppelin, you know, Guns and Roses, Rolling Stones. You
0: know, you uh, could even you could argue the only functioning band is Metallica. That's on that level. Maybe U two. Oh yeah, they're functioning for sure. That's true. Yeah, Metallica, U two and the rolling stones. U2, I don't really get that, man. I don't know about that shit. They got a song or two, but it's like, come on, what is going on here? U2 has two
1: I actually, well, they have two albums that are just fire from beginning to end in my opinion.
0: Yeah, the whole album Joshua
1: Yeah, to the whole album, Joshua Tree and uh uh the the one after Joshua Tree, it's called uh Actually, the album "Rattle and Hum" is amazing too. You know, I saw Joshua m- Tree. If if I could pick, you know, like that one album, you know, like the Desert Island album, you know, you have one to listen to forever. I might pick you two, Joshua Tree.
0: Mm. I saw you two cover band once, and I, I will admit that I was entertained. They were good. The guy had it down, like the singer. He was like a spitting image of the guy. Sounded like him yeah that's a weird thing to be in right a cover band like the kind that actually like not just you play the songs but you dress like it and you talk tribute band yeah yeah that's that's a that's pretty crazy man (laughs) 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 you got to probably be a really good musician unless you're a cover band for a whack-ass band or something it's uh, like you have to be a
1: really good musician and you also have to be an actor
0: yeah and the singers, they always eat that stuff up. That's the thing with those bands. It's like, oh, this is great. That singer looks just like him. But look at a bass player. He's big and fatal. He not like the original guy. you know. All, but they needed that bass player. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah. I saw a Led Zeppelin uh, band like that. And the, the singer, he had his shirt unbuttoned down to his belly button. Like he had one button. Like the very bottom button. Oh, my God. And then his shoulders were out. You know, like his shoulders were out of the shirt. Yeah. You know, just like li- like hamming it up and uh <laughs> but you know, whatever. He's trying to create yeah. an ambiance that you can only see at Led Zeppelin and that that's their job is to try to create that ambiance, but man. Did
0: that Led Zeppelin dude, did he invent that whole kind of sexy man uh frontman with the long hair that looks like a girl vibe? I don't know if he invented it, but he probably took it to like the the next level. Like who was
1: before him with that? Cool. I don't know. I mean, and he's was, right, was Mick right? Jagger doing it at that point? I don't know. I don't know if Mick Jagger was doing it before him or after him. But it's, in the eighties, Mick Jagger, like you know, just totally embraced that. But like, how could that you?
0: How could Mick Jagger do? He's the one of the ugliest people ever to be on a stage, but yet he became a sex symbol, right? I know the face on that guy, like he stop a clock. I don't the know. Whole the whole band, the whole band looks so bizarre. You know, with with the English people, I think there's a different level of like appeal because the you know like no offense to anybody that might be you know listening over in England, but some of your rock people are really funny looking, out of weird kind of left field faces, but they reach that status, you know. Yeah. Here in America, you got to be like a a pro, a supermodel, you know, guy to to get into that. Like like you look even like a, a Kurt Cobain. Like, imagine Kirk Cobain, he never did Nirvana, and he just went straight to the movies with, like, a nice, clean-cut image. He's a beautiful guy. Yeah, you know? absolutely. You, you got the, the features, the blue eyes. But, you know, he dressed a little dirty to trick you into thinking, you know, but in <laughs> England, they don't give a fuck. They'll take anybody. It's like, Damn. Some some weird lookers over there. Remember, remember when Phil Collins was like the the biggest pop star in the world? For How a summer could he or two? have been? <laughs> or, or like a guy like Huey Lewis back then? You know what I mean? How are these guys like pop stars? They look like average dads next door mowing the lawn in their shorts with high socks. You know? Yeah. It's it's weird, and then all of a sudden you had to be like something else. It kind of sucks, you know. We we might have had a shot if that if that kind of thing continued, you know. <laughs> like, oh, look, look at how handsome wisdom and change is, and you know, smart people would be like, "What the fuck?" But the rest of the nation might be tricked. But yeah, Phil Collins, <laughs> Phil Collins is a rock star. Like, how is that possible? Phil Collins, remember
1: he was bald. Yeah, he, he was already he's bald. Low. He's just like a
0: bald dude <laughs> before he started. Like he... he was bald. He was bald right off the bat. Like he came, he came to the stage like as an old man already. Like he, yeah. he, he looked like he was in the classic rock stage when he just started the band. <laughs> uh, yeah. when was when was uh wisdom and chains at our funniest looking lineup oh funny well i uh, probably the funniest looking is any time like when we had the combination of big show and tony, and tony. meltdown because there was yeah. such a tony meltdown was like a, a a two by four standing there. it was so long and narrow you know what i'm saying and yeah. like if he went sideways, he disappeared. Nobody even saw him. Like, you know, if he stands straight at you, like, oh, look at it. Kind of, and sideways, he's gone. Big Show was a mountain. So when we had those two on stage, then you have Shannon behind the drum, Shannon looking like the dude that sat on Jabba the Hutt's lap. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and then w- me, I look like I, I, I. you found me under a bridge somewhere living. <sighs> and then you, as the front man, that was a funny looking, weird lineup right there. I, yeah. Yeah, I wonder if I, I wonder if that
1: helped us in the beginning. Just like, just looking like we don't, none of us fit together. You know, like none of us uh, should yeah. be in a band together. It might have people
0: know? might have been like, "What the fuck is this? What is this trailer park <laughs> mix of fucking musicians?" This is doesn't make sense. You know, I just saw on the way home from work, I saw Tony Tony uh, Meltdown on the bus. Uh, how's he doing? Did you What's talk good? to him? Yeah, I talk to him now and then. I see him, you know, maybe once a month on a bus. I don't know what he does, but he works in in New York City, too. But he's, like, never dirty or anything. He's wearing sneakers. You know, he's got some other kind of job. But uh, I'm not positive what it is. I asked him once, and he gave me the runaround. You know, this, that. I don't even know what he's talking about. Half the people you talk to, though, when you say, oh, what do you do? Like, you don't even know what they're talking about with these jobs nowadays. You know? Yeah. I I recognize. I'm an advisor to a firm that distributes cotton swabs around the East Coast during, you know, it's like, what? Like, what are you, that's a job? It should be like the push of a button on a computer, and that shit is done. It's weird. I yeah. recognize the jobs that have always been jobs, you
1: know, but there's like a yeah. whole new, there is, yeah. There's so many new, like, needs that don't seem like needs, but if I, I guess, you know, If you're in certain industries, there's there's things that you need now involving technology and and um, uh, what's it called when you like uh, bring people together uh, logistics like logistics (laughs) yeah I guess logistics I don't know I don't know man but there's yeah it's it's a weird world out there
0: yeah it's so weird and we got a big election coming the whole country split in half everybody hates each other nobody knows what's gonna happen next. Corona cases are through the roof. Corona deaths are nothing. It's what are you supposed to do. What are you supposed to believe? Who are you supposed to follow? Uh, you, it, it's so weird because people
1: are so split on everything. They're so uh, split. Everything. And no... it's like, it's either Corona is completely fake and you're full of shit or Corona is the end of humanity as we know it.
0: And if or you Donald don't wear a Trump, mask, you're you're a murderer.
1: Yeah, or Donald Trump is this this genius God sent who, God sent who's who's got like you know dragon blood, or he he's the fucking it. antichrist. It's like it's so weird how everybody is so split and the the country is thinking two completely different I know. things at at a, at the same time instead of like. It used to be so common to just be
0: like um, the middle of the road person, yeah. and, and now don't even the know middle what the of next the guy road thinks.
1: people. Yeah, the middle of the road people are so rare now,
0: and they're catching heat because they catch heat Thank by you. both sides. They criticize you know, Trump, they walker. get catch heat, and they 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 say Corona, hey, be careful, and they catch heat. You know, then they say, uh, you know, they, it's just by both sides, they're catching heat. You know, if Trump does something good, they say, well, you know, that what you can't say nothing.
1: Yeah, and Nazi, your white power. Yeah, <laughs> if no, you acknowledge it... like there's something that was beneficial, then you're 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 a Nazi sympathizer. And or if uh... you if you criticize them, then you're uh, you know. Here's another thing: that the world sees these two things as opposites, but they're not opposites.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Nazi and Black Lives Matter. Those two things are not opposites of each other because one is a, (laughs) one is a, a just hate group by definition. That's what it is. And one is an idea of let's, let's just, you you know, uh, it's hard to even like put a definition on what is black lives matter because it's, it's a statement.
0: It's a shirt that anybody could buy first of all. So you don't even know, you know, everybody thinks differently. If you're willing to wear the shirt at at the very least, you believe the person thinks that there's an issue with police brutality and people of color. You would that's the minimum you would think. You know what I mean? But but Fox News will have you believe that that
1: it's a an actual organized marching group that's walking around burning places and all over. Now you were you're in New York City every day. Yeah. Is New York City in a state of
0: Havoc, Joe. I'm lucky I even make it home at night every day. It's so crazy. Antifa took over everything. I have to pay Antifa to get on the. Side. Nah, it's fine. It's it's fine. It's it's definitely dirtier looking, and uh, it's more desolate because not a lot of action. But if you go to the park, Washington. I was down at Washington Square Park the other week. People are playing games, throwing frisbees, chilling. You know, people are eating on the streets, hanging out. It's it's fine, but it's it's rhetoric. Remember years ago when I told you I went to the Occupy Wall Street rally thing? Yes. I went there, and it was it was like I wanted to see what it was all about. Maybe I could break a window, have some fun. And it was, like, really lame, but there was a ton of people. But I noticed one crazy-looking guy, and everybody noticed him. He had, like, you know, tattoos all over his face, piercing. He sounds like your average hardcore dude. But uh, he was, like, walking around. He had this crazy clothes on this and that one, you know, I just noticed him because he was wild looking when I get home that night and I watched the news, Fox news was interviewing (laughs) that guy uh, uh, talking about like, he was like the representative for the occupy wall street uh, demonstration that he became like the face of it. I was like, Oh my God, they picked him of all people. So you know how it goes. The media, he doesn't
1: represent the group, but they need him to represent the group visually so they can sell whatever they're... Yeah, well,
0: they wanted to prove that it was a bunch of maniacs, and here's their guy. Luckily, they find it. They didn't want to, like, interview some, like, level-headed college professor who might be in the mix. They wanted to find, like, the the homeless, crazy person with mental illness. But the country's in bad shape. It's in very bad shape. And uh, you got... Like, who would ever think that there would be a day where the Proud Boys and Antifa are household names? Like why does anybody ever even that's not involved with, you know what I mean? That ever even hear these groups, they should never even known of this, this stuff, but we made them out. Like this is like these two battling factions. So, so people in Kentucky are looking out their window because they saw a clip from Portland where those two groups are battling each other. And they're waiting for one of the opposing groups to march down the street of their small town. And they're standing. you know, it's, it's, it's such a crazy time, man such a crazy time this war just I don't America needs to burn to the ground uh, in my opinion I'll take it back because and not until I move out I guess if I ever move out yeah it's just it seems inevitable it seems like yeah I love it this seems country. like it's a shame it's a shame
1: a civil war
0: scenario is like inevitable well, I don't people, know people what that think, would look like people seem to think Trump is gonna lose because of these polls the polls are through the roof for Biden uh, more how than can usual. he possibly lose.
1: Though? How could he lose? I, I don't, don't see how
0: he can lose. I, I don't know, but I think win or lose, he's not going anywhere. That's what I think. Like yeah. if he legitimately loses, he'll just say it was fake. And then what are, what will America do? Like people are like, oh, he can't do that. Like, why not? Like, why can't, can't he do that? And, well, we'll just pull him out. Who will pull him out? the military, the half of the military loves him already, half hates him. So there's a little issue right there already. So the, the half that wants to pull his ass out, first has to get past the half that loves him. You yeah. Know? Bad. I almost, it's like, it sucks, but it's like, you
1: kind of want to see it happen, just to see. <laughs> like, this has never happened before. Like, what would happen if a president says, no, you're wrong. I did, I, I won. Like, yeah. what would happen? I, I, you kind of almost want it to, you want to see, you want to know.
0: How would this be handled? <laughs> I mean, yeah. What, like, what do you think they could do? Like, what if he says, everybody, the election's over. Uh, as you see, the fake news media is portraying that Joe Biden won. It was really me. I'm not going anywhere. We all know who the true winner is. Make America great again. Like, what now? And then what happens? So, so, so <laughs> I don't know. Because it's
1: like you is the the military there would sh- for sure be certain military um leaders who would try to like mobilize against him and and physically mm-hmm. remove him however but are they
0: traitors now and there would sure like for, well i mean there would for sure be military leaders who would protect him they absolutely and believe so now who's the traitor exactly <laughs> exactly and I've been saying this a long time, but nobody's been listening to old Richie. Just saying this like this all, this system only works if people cooperate. That's the only the way it works. If you don't cooperate, we're not sure how, like what goes down next. <laughs> yeah. You know what it's I mean? It's like uh, it's like um
1: can can you believe this is I'm not trying to change the subject, but this just reminded me of this. The grocery stores right now. Most of the checkouts are are self serve checkouts at the grocery store. Mm-hmm. The number of the numbers in in stolen goods have actually dropped since they put self checkouts in. Really? How could this How could this be? Hmm. I don't know. is I don't understand how this is possible that people are checking out their own groceries swiping them and if this is what i'm saying this will remind me of an
0: example of cooperation
1: yeah people it works as long as people cooperate but as soon as the majority of people checking their shit out just start throwing extra stuff in in their bag without like scanning it and, and paying for it then that whole system crumbles
0: yeah yeah.
1: And if it's so common that people are stealing stuff that this system comes, then they have to put more cashiers on. They have to start paying people again to do these automated, you know, what is now seen as an automated job mm. that used to be a, you know, a paycheck. And now the, the you know, how, how much money is being saved across the country? Well, throughout every single industry
0: by not paying cashiers, well, could we argue that these machines themselves, someone makes them, manufactures them, repairs them, sets them up? There's so, so some jobs there maybe, probably not as many, but probably... Probably not better, even close better, to as many. Not Probably not as many, but probably much better paying. Sure, absolutely. But I've always been for, I don't know, the last decade, I feel like I've been using the self-checkout joint, so I didn't really notice that. That other people like that, for the most part, that's what everybody was doing. I but, said uh, this the other day as I was checking something something out. Yeah. I was, and I was like, I was like, me
1: and Anthony were like scanning a thing, and he put he put something in the bag. Anthony, and it didn't it didn't scan. And I was like, oh, Grimmy, Let me get that. That didn't scan. And I pulled it back out of the bag. and scanned it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, why the fuck are we not just stealing shit?
0: But you like, know what? There's a there's a weight. In me. Is not there a weight on those bags though? Uh, yeah, probably like if you check something in it, it, uh, if something goes in a bag that you didn't check, there's an indicator cause it's on a scale, right? But, like small but then stuff, you just call the person,
1: you call it, you call the, uh, you know, there's always like, there's like one person watching eight registers.
0: Yeah. You one 17 year old goofball with braces. Yeah. The and you say, thing.
1: ah, you know, this thing is frozen or whatever. And they just punch in a code and then they walk back to their thing and check Instagram.
0: Or you could always play the gimmick where you you leave it into into your cart, you know, what I'm saying like you scan everything, but you leave by mistake because you just innocently forgot that Twix bar in the cart. Then you put yeah. all your bags on top of the Twix bar, and then while you're walking to your car, <laughs> you eat that Twix, and it tastes better than any Twix you ever. Tastes had. better than any any Twix it was you a ever had. Gift.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I had a, a. What's the last time? What's
0: the last time you stole something like that? Oh, like that. I have no idea. Not in a long time, though. Man. I like remember. Candy I bar? Steal,
1: I don't know. I used to steal so many so many candy bars when I was in, in
0: uh, high school. Oh, me too. Forget it. Remember when we used to go to Europe and we used to have uh, Natalie from London would drive around with us and we'd make her steal like every English candy bar in every gas station we yeah, went to? She was so good at it. Yeah, little thief. Little thief. Klepto. I said, get me that. I want that. What that? Uh, I like those flakies. I like the crunchies. Get me that. What's that one I love, though? Double Decker. Yo, get me the Double Decker. Double Decker. Nah, the Lion Bar. Yeah, I want one Double Decker. She'd get 32 of them.
1: The Arrow. Remember the Arrow that has the little air bubbles in it?
0: Yeah, I didn't really like that one unless I dipped it through peanut butter. Then I liked it but yeah. so just by itself i wasn't too big but imagine if people saw back like now the same thing How, like because she's way younger than us right yeah <laughs> so we would look like yeah. we had a we had a kidnapped little girl with us driving around robbing gas stations through london in between playing music what a crazy yeah, it's amazing
1: she was <laughs> like uh like a little oliver twist you know like yeah, a little... yeah.
0: and now she came she moved to america she married greg from the mongoloids and She's a yoga instructor, or whatever, a cycle soul or something. I see her riding a bike, teaching soul the class. cycle. I don't know if it's that thing, but it's like she's definitely spinning real hard on a bike and talking to a crowd with a headpiece. Nice, so, uh, yeah, good, good. Yeah, gig. She did good, the kid. And Greg is uh yo, Greg from the Mongoloids. We should get him on because he does some kind of thing where he manages like childhood st- internet stars. Did yeah. you know that? Yeah, it did. Yeah, but I don't know who these people are. But once I looked into them and they got like millions of followers and they're walking into a mall and little kids are screaming and yelling. I'm like, wow, what a gig. Imagine that, babysitting these kids for big money.
1: That's, who, that's a job. Like who yeah, would ever
0: think job. that was a job? I know. <laughs> that's a job. It's an in-demand job in 2020. I know, dude. I missed a boat. Concrete. What a stupid idiot I am. What a dog. What a worm. What a retard. I should have played my cards different. (laughs) (sighs) Hey, you know what? Uh, (laughs) you know what I heard today? Hmm.
1: Well, first of all, Anthony watched Borat for the first time.
0: Like first time ever
1: for the first time ever. Did he like it? Yeah. He was crying. Like I looked at his face and it was just like wet. There's tears rolling down his face. (laughs) He's just (laughs) crying from laughter. And, uh, I forgot how insane that movie is. I forgot what a genius this this dude is. Yeah, he's a genius. He's a fucking genius, man. Yeah, and there's a is. Borat. There's another Borat movie coming out.
0: I saw that, but how does he pull that off?
1: Who at this point I don't know. Doesn't know who this guy is? It's got. It had to be infinitely harder to make the second Borat movie but maybe enough time has passed and there's like a, you know, a younger generation, Anthony never mm, heard of it. That's
0: true. So yeah. If Anthony's, like, yeah. If Anthony's seeing this for the first time, I guess there are a lot of people out there that never seen him. And they say that he infiltrated
1: either the, the democratic national convention or the Republican national convention, or maybe both. I don't know, mm-hmm. but somebody's career could possibly be tanked because of this movie. Mm. So have, I can't wait to see this.
0: <laughs> I'm, I'm going to guess I'm going to go on record that saying that he got a political figure to say the N word. Oh my God. That would have be been incredible. <laughs> could that be it? I don't, know. <laughs> I don't know. Incredible. Imagine if it's
1: Joe that Biden. Would be
0: so, Oh my God. Joe Biden be... sitting in the back room, smoking weed with sunglasses on. And yeah. Borat comes in and tricks him into singing a rap song. Joe Biden. <laughs> he, he probably thinks he's, he could say it like he's, you know, I'm black. Come on, man.
1: If Yo, you don't vote you watch, for me,
0: you ain't black. Did you That's watch the said. debate? I did. Now, I think that Joe Biden did way better than I thought he would. Like He, I, do, he definitely did better than I thought he would. Everybody thought he was going to be like a guy that can't say a word, this and that. I actually thought he got Trump riled up.
1: Yeah, I think he did fine. It, uh, you know, it, if you can score it at all, he did. He did fine. It was just so. Yeah, it
0: was a mess. It was an embarrassment. It was
1: so. It turned into such an embarrassment. Like the yeah. whole thing,
0: it was just like an embarrassing. Yeah. Because like nobody won, but you know, people were saying Trump is gonna bury him. He can't say a word. He can He was up there like he didn't give a. He called to dude the clown twice. The guy had no comeback. After you being called a clown, you don't say nothing. A guy like yeah. you. Like oh, and then what's Trump do? Oh, you're, you're on drugs? Is he on drugs? He's a drug addict. Like come on, this is like little kid shit. Like,
1: was so a, childish.
0: Yeah, yeah. What an embarrassment. Man. What an, and and you what do you remember one policy by either of these guys? Like no, no. Not, I mean, how, Joe Trump Biden on, started
1: to started to talk about a plan, uh, a plan of liar. something and it just got com- yeah just got completely bowled over yeah. and you know it was it was just i don't know it was embarrassing man
0: trump talking about healthcare was like yo bro you don't have no plan bro you never did nothing. he didn't have
1: a plan and 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 i don't know anthony was asking me he's like what did he do like did he do anything like like a signature move or anything like that since he's been in office
0: like what I would what say, in fairness, he did a, a something prison reform bill that was pretty, pretty decent. Nothing great. Prison reform bill. Uh, these the, the peace deal with the Saudis. I think it's the Saudis and, and the Israelis. Like some people don't like it at all, but it's historically, uh, you know, a big deal. Uh, but I. It's, it's, Was he in on this stuff at all? I don't even know. Like, you know, he's the kind of guy, like, he'll take credit for everything, but he probably didn't have one idea in the mix except for, like, President, uh, Mr. President, sir, I'm going to do this, make it happen, you know. And then when they make it happen, he's like, I did this, I did that. Like, he doesn't know anything. But he did a couple things that you could say, if Obama did the same things, he would get praise from, if you're going to be fair, you know. There are a couple things, but for the most part, deadbeat. He was talking before, when he was a candidate before he was elected, he was talking about his health care plan that's going to be cheaper and better and fantastic and better than anything else. that's going to be enacted in two weeks once he hits the office. And here we are four years later. No health care plan. He talked about, know. you know, he talked about a lot of shit. Like he, he, one of his campaign promises was to lock up Hillary. She's still running out here, running her mouth. Lock her up already. There's nothing <laughs> going on.
1: <laughs> yeah, I don't know, man. It's a guy he's just like he he's just I think he just likes being the president. Yeah, he likes Obviously, he loves it, but like as far as ideas, he's he's more like a maybe he's like a decent manager, you know? Maybe? Oh, no. I don't even think he is, but I'm just no. saying maybe. If you're going to give him credit for something, okay, maybe he's like a manager's job isn't to do the work, it's to find the the right people to do the work right so maybe he does that well if he does anything well he he can recognize that somebody else could do this certain job well and maybe but everybody
0: that he's i mean everyone that he appoints he either they turn on him he fires them or they go to jail so i don't think his his talent is defined talent because i mean he got like nine to a dozen guys that are have charges on him or went to jail that he appointed in different positions. You know what I mean? And he's fired. How many people has he fired? So many. You see, he, he hires them. He praises them like terrific guy, terrific, terrific. Then they say one thing, and then they go, you know, that he doesn't like, then he goes on a tweet storm against them and he fires them. So I don't know if he has that skill, you know, but I mean, if you could, if you had the power to, and you had to give him a position, any kind of position in the world, you you're the man who has to give people jobs what job would you give Donald Trump?
1: Like of any job or like
0: a political job? Anything. Anything. You know his personality. You know how he is. What would he be good at in your mind? What position? What job? Anything. You know. (laughs) Oh, my God. I have no fucking idea. I don't know. Isn't isn't that weird that you have no idea what he's really capable of? Like, Like I'm thinking like he needs to be he needs to work alone. <laughs> like the like is there a
1: job like that dude in office space who just they put him in the basement with a stapler yeah like that dude like and he could just be in there like talking about talking shit on everybody all day but like he doesn't really do anything he's just like down there
0: yeah he has, no, he has no he has no real skill that i could see i mean i always said if he was on any sports team with you with anyone you would find him to be You'd hate that he was on your team. You'd be like, he was the worst teammate ever. He'd be like, oh, shut up. Like, oh, we I won that game for us, everybody. I won that game for us. Like, what? You don't talk like that. If he was your school teacher, you'd hate him. You'd be like, this guy's as fuck. If he was in a foxhole during a war with you when bullets are flying, you'd want to kill him. Like, dude, I can't see him in any position that where he would be an asset outside of if you wanted to maybe, like, if I ran a factory floor of immigrant women and I wanted to work them to death, and I'd walk him through there twice a day to scream at them and humiliate them. And yeah, them is there a
1: job them? where your your job description is just to be a dick and annoy people? If there's a job like that, exactly, then yeah, That's what he could he could do actually. that job.
0: Yeah and for I the trump people at home you know listen we we would gladly insult biden too he's just not the president
1: yeah imagine and i'm not in the military so maybe i you know i shouldn't be commenting on this but i would feel insulted to have this dude being the the boss like who gets to like send me places i would be so like fucking uh, just like mad that this is the guy who gets to who has my life in his hands this Mm -hmm. fucking guy
0: Mm -hmm.
1: it would be like like he's not one of us he's not like us he didn't he never sacrificed
0: trust fund baby to to be in the military
1: is like a you're sacrificing so much of yourself and saying yes you put me where i need to be and i am willing to die and I'm, I'm signing my life over to you. And this fucking asshole gets to push the button. This guy. I'm like, oh, my God. It's just
0: it's a, such an
1: insult. And maybe, you know, I'm sure there's, he's got, you know, it's probably split right down the middle in the military where half of them love him and half of them hate. I'll be on the half that hates him. because Well,
0: we know that we have not
1: like He's not like the other guys. Mm. He's not like anybody in the military. Because he's he's not, he's never sacrificed anything like that.
0: No, no. And we never
1: put it on the line like that.
0: We know important people in the Pentagon. Once in a while, I bring them up, but I leave their names out for their own safety. And the reports we get, I say this stuff because I know the stuff. The Pentagon is split down the middle. The Pentagon is split down the middle where one side loves them and one side hates them. Very dangerous situation to be
1: in. Yeah, that's as dangerous as it gets, man, for, for the fate of the country and for the fate of a scenario where we have a president who
0: might not leave if he loses the election. It's possible. Some people think it's crazy, but I think that's very possible. In his last rally, he was saying, and after we win, another four years, right? I deserve it, right? After how I was treated, another four years. hmm yeah, mm-hmm. Like another four after this four, he's saying like, yeah, (laughs) And I was telling my sister, I said, he no way he wouldn't do that. He why not? Why wouldn't he actively try when he controls the Congress and the Republicans in the Congress are like, treat him like God, why wouldn't he say, I want this law changed, make it happen. Otherwise I'm going to insult you on Twitter until your wife divorces you, you know, like why not? The guys, yeah. Those. I hope if any president concerned. was ever capable of that, he's the one. Yeah, and he has a following that would go along with it. And I don't think any any follow. You know, I don't remember such a diehard, passionate following for any politician in my life. Like, there's there's a house I saw, and they have a banner of Trump holding a machine gun with like an American flag draped around him, like. Yeah, what a fucking insult! What
1: a joke! Like I've seen like, that same thing. What a fucking joke! Like this, that's this a third
0: dude, world country shit.
1: Yeah, it's like uh, that. Like the way they they praise uh, Kim Jong Il, Kim yeah. Jong Un. Yeah. The way they praise him, like he, you know, there's like legends about how strong he is and how you know <laughs> how how he you know he fucks better than everybody in the country and he's taller than everybody and he's just you know. Yeah, Uh, he just like these stupid legends. What a joke! There's a Trump store. I know. I seen a few of them. Not far from, not far from where we are right now. There's Trump store.
0: I saw you go in, and it's all. Yeah,
1: that's so insane. If there, this president could say, "Let's start eradicating Jews." Yeah. Let's start killing Mexicans. Let's start whatever. He could just say a silly statement, like not silly and an evil statement like that.
0: Yeah. And he would have people doing it. Yeah. Why wouldn't they? Well, why would people think that they wouldn't like they, whatever he says, they be back. They back. Like, I, I've just never seen such a and blind And there's allegiance. never
1: been, I, I don't, there's never been another president that has that kind of mind control over people. No. that never. Not that since we've been alive, what other president had that kind of mind control over Thousands of his people would go along with it. If Trump said t- tonight, he tweeted, Tomorrow morning, we're, the war starts. We're going to start killing Mexicans. Mm-hmm. His party, his, his people, his supporters would probably split.
0: Yeah. Well, and let's, Half you know of what?
1: them would say, Well, he went too far with this. And the other half would be
0: like, let's Yes, do it.
1: this is what we've been waiting for.
0: Well, I, but uh, if you were that different, he, if he said something like, Tomorrow morning, let's start eradicating the immigrant plague delivered by Mexico. Now, almost all of his followers would defend it and say, "No, he didn't really mean that. What he meant was, you know what I mean?" Yeah, yeah. And so the, the they would say that, and then but the diehards would be like, "Time to kill some Mexicans, straight up." Like, yep. why wouldn't they? Like these people, they're waiting for this. They're, these are the people that show up to rallies with with the guns. They want something like this to pop off you know and i know we got friends who back this guy and this and that and they swing off the dick of a politician i never thought i'd see a grown man swinging off the dick of any politician like you know and they they paint obama as like well the left loved obama like obama was a deadbeat who never said anything controversial and people liked him and the media did treat him well but he never said anything controversial so why wouldn't they treat him well you know, the other guy came in before he was president. He said the media is the enemy of the people, right off the bat. So yeah, I imagine now the the media is going to give you a hard time after you just called them the enemy of the people. You know, mm-hmm. it, it's a uh, it's it's bad news. It's bad. Any estimation what happens in November? I think Trump's going to win. I don't see how he can. I don't see how he can lose. I, I
1: you know, we. I just drove from from uh, Pennsylvania to to. Atlanta mm. and back
0: mm.
1: and aside from like the cities I was in like this, the, the metropolis areas and even in the metropolis areas, there's Trump shit all over the place. It's all over the place. And if it's, and as soon as you step out of the metropolis to the surrounding suburbs then and, and, and heavier, yeah. more rural area, it's just Trump, Trump, Trump everywhere. So maybe Biden yeah. is doing good in polls, but I don't know where these polls are going because
0: what we I, what I you know. see are people that are willing to put up lawn signs and banners, but nobody really likes Biden, but a lot of people are just willing to vote for him. So I think maybe every empty house that you see that you don't even acknowledge, is a potential Biden person at this point. Maybe then these polls are accurate. You know what I mean? But I don't yeah, know. Yeah, it's possible because I know I don't, like he, he Biden doesn't have strong following. It's just Trump has a strong hatred. You know, people really hate Trump and they vote for almost anything over him. So there's a chance he could lose, but I definitely am like you. I don't see much like physical, you know, visual support for Biden, you know, but these polls are saying some big numbers. Like, like they're talking about places that were never swing States. You know, they were always Republican Is going to biden now you know so i'm like what that's it's a little weird who knows maybe we're wrong and maybe just like his he just has it's almost like the nerd element in hardcore that writes all the fanzines and stuff and you know uh and they make they make you think that the the bands you're in and the bands you like are the bad ones and they're obscure goofy bands with weird seven inches are, are the cool ones but they dominate right. the hardcore media you know yeah, yeah I don't... <laughs>
1: <clears throat> you know, um, ah, forget I forget.
0: I just had a train of thought. It just went away. <laughs> you had what they call a brain fart. A what, brain fart is what. A, oh, you missed it. You missed it. We went to Nino Cali- Caniglio's house. Oh my god, the videos looked amazing. Yeah, as <gasps> everybody out there knows, we're all pizza heads. We love it. And we are uh, we are involved in the pizza techs group that we threw Craig from Sick of It All out of because he got you know we had to uh, punish him for some mis misdeeds, but misconduct. Yeah, but we still invited him. We had an event at Nino Caniglio, who uh, is one of the world's premier pizza makers. He offered up his home in Brooklyn, and we just sat in front as he walked in and out of his home, making us pizzas, picking out his herbs and the spices and tomatoes out of his backyard makes his own cheese, everything on the spot. And we just sat out front on a beautiful day last Thursday and ate all different styles of pizzas. And it was good time. We were sending Joe pictures in real time and stuff. Damn, that was good. And poor Luke, yo, I almost had Luke fired because I was like, he had to do a night shift. And I was like, Luke, calling sick. Forget it. Hang out with us. And, you know, he wanted to so bad. And he already started drinking a little bit. He had a couple, couple shots, a couple beers, like 20 oh, pizzas. Man. Oh, when that mind. peer pressure kicks in, yeah, he's he can make him. You could make him run through a wall like the Kool Aid Man once he gets in that state. <laughs> but uh, now he went though. The kid is very disciplined. He still went to work even though he hates it. Yeah, that, that that pizza way. looked incredible, man. It was so, really good, dude. It was the the guy is no joke. I I think it's Brooklyn Pizza Crew on uh, Instagram. Follow that. It's it's the guy. He loves pizza. It's incredible. And And, you know, I,
1: he did something I've never seen before and it made so much sense when he did it, but there was a square pie Mm -hmm. and he took, he took a sauce, like a cheese sauce and spread it like with a ladle, like a soup ladle. And he just, he drizzled it all over the top of his pie and it it looked so good. so
0: good. We were watching and we're like, what the hell is he doing? He says, that's a certain sauce that when he makes a certain kind of lasagna, after he cuts a piece, he puts this fresh sauce, like a piping hot fresh sauce right on top of the piece of lasagna. Then it came to him that, that pie you saw was a spinach grandma pie. So that's what that was. So then he just ladled that. Say, I forget what it's called. Like Luke would remember the name immediately. You know what I mean? I forget what the name of the sauce was called. He just drizzled that above. It was a,
1: it was Parmesan Reggiano, something else. It was like a, there was like an a, a additional flavor in there, but it was those two things yeah. plus something else.
0: Yeah, there was like and, some herbs and stuff I could see floating around in there. Oh, you know, he was using black basil, homegrown. Black oh, I basil. saw that.
1: And, and a purple too, right? He had a purple,
0: yeah, but in Italy they say popolo, popolo. A lot of people, oh my know. god, it's everything just looks so good. You know, yeah, I was making, uh, I took uh,
1: my pizza oven down to to North Carolina with me and to Atlanta. Were you
0: spinning heads or what?
1: So yeah, man, Anthony made all, made all the pies and he did so good at like making the pies. So do, I don't know if you remember, uh, well, yeah, of course you do. When we brought the, the thing to your house and we made pizza after practice that one day. Yeah. So since then, Anthony has gotten so good at making pies. Like he's gonna he's gonna blow your mind next time we we bring it. And what were you using to for house. dough down there? So uh, we, uh, my, our friend Nick Joker told us about the place to go. He said they had the best reputation. So we just went to this place, bought, bought. Uh, I think it was like maybe twelve doughs. We bought. Okay,
0: so you could make and, probably four pies with twelve doughs, no? Well, I mean, yeah. With, so with what one we did dough, was cut, make four.
1: we cut each dough in half. Okay. So one so uh you know tw- whatever twelve doughs will make twenty four pizzas basically. Well, I don't... So uh I think it was six doughs and cut. Get... Oh uh, hold on a second. What did we get? I think
0: it was six doughs
1: and then we cut it in half. So it was six and twelve? Okay, so you, sorry. So you Anthony made just 12 pies. We made twelve pies out of six doughs. That's didn't what didn't know was. it all. But uh he just he did so good, man, and his pies look so incredible. And I was the oven guy. And I was just like, you know, like that, te- that temperature in that oven is like, you it has to be it, like, got to keep it going. You got to keep it going. And you got to like spin the pies quick. Cause when it's, when it's at its hottest, it's 900 degrees and the whole thing will cook in about a minute, a minute and a half.
0: And were well, you on so, a Guinea tea with a towel draped over your shoulder and torn from your? I foot? did have
1: a, I did have the towel. Yeah. Uh, I did have the towel. But we were, yeah, we made, oh, my God, we had so much fun, man. I did it tw- We did it twice. One one at uh, Michael Day's house, and then another one we went down, and I uh, surprised Nick Joker.
0: My glad Dinner party down in Atlanta. Now, what was and, up uh, with Fowler? Was he there? Because he's the only person that you could trust down south that has a pizza tongue. Yes.
1: Fowler is the man. Yo, he said something that was so cool about pizza. Because he's, like he's like us. He's like a pizza head. Yeah. And he, I, I was like, do you mind uh, like a little little char on the crust? Mm-hmm. And he said, listen, I'm not really a crust guy. To me, the crust is a utensil that holds your pizza up. I was like, oh, shit. That's yeah, that an interesting take on a crust. Mm-hmm. He said, I'll, I'll take a bite of a nice char on a crust. He's like, I don't mind char at all because I think it adds flavor. It just shows that that flavor, the burnt flavor is going to be on the pie. So when you see the char, that's a good sign Mm. that, that, you know, the smoky flavor is going to be in the pizza. He said, but as far as crust goes, he's, he sees the crust as a utensil.
0: Interesting. Interesting. That you hold the pizza with. So you respect Fowler's opinion on pizza. Yeah, absolutely. Should we rename him Fowlerini?
1: Fallerini or Fallerino, yeah. Fallerino,
0: yeah. whatever wow well, i'll go with either of yeah. them i like them yeah. Okay, okay so we gotta try I, res- I, respect his, uh,
1: I respect his uh his pizza uh uh
0: critiquing i respect his music taste mm. Uh, he's just an all-around good dude. He is a good dude. But sometimes you go down south, and these guys like, I'll get a pizza. Any toppings? Bologna, please. And it's like, oh, motherfucker. You yeah, they get like white, corn and okra, mother- okra. Yeah, come on. Calf grits on the side. Like, oh, you piece of shit animal. <laughs> so listen to this.
1: <laughs> we were in Atlanta, and on the way out, we went to stone mountain. I just, you know, checked out some local, uh, natural, you know, cool natural sites, you know, mm-hmm. stone mountain is a, it's a giant, uh, monolithic rock, I guess, or a mega megalithic rock. I don't know what you call it. It's just a mountain that is one solid rock. Mm-hmm. It's Really amazing looking, like it's it's cool looking when you see it. But the local uh, KKK, I guess, carved a memorial of the confederacy in the side of this of this rock. Wow. it's the It's the largest uh, bass relief carving in the world. It's three acres. That's how big the carving is on the face of this this mountain, and it's like uh, General Lee and Stonewall Jackson and and so whatever some other Southern general or something, it carved into the side of this thing. And I just can't even believe it that this thing is, exists. I like what maybe I make a. Yeah, like I, I don't think I'm making a big, bigger deal out of it than it is. I feel like more people should be making a big deal out of it. But uh, I, on the Wikipedia, it says it, it says some people consider this the largest white power monument in the world. Well, that, that's what
0: it is, no. I
1: mean... And this is the KKK reformed at Stone Mountain at this place. They did some. Uh, you know, ritual, whatever ceremony thing there, and reformed uh, in the early 1900s to like you know show uh, as a show of strength, and the 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 carving on the mountain was they consider that um, it, they they put it there in in um, response to the civil rights movement. Wow, like as a response to to the civil rights movement of the, the 60s that they then put this thing in there i i want to say like 1973 or something like that 75 maybe that's when this carving was made and it just it's so crazy that it exists on the side of this beautiful natural site that should be like uh I, I don't know it should it should be like this really great well-known natural like hiking spot and like this beautiful place mm-hmm. and uh instead it's like you know it, it's, like, it's been perverted perverted it's way it, it, you know to me it's way worse than like somebody putting a graffiti bomb on, on a natural site or something <laughs> like this is much worse
0: than what that. an insult what a joke this country should really be three countries you know what I mean absolutely yeah it really sure yeah And it's like people of Atlanta, Atlanta with your huge black population. Come on, man, make a fucking move. We'll back you go up there, buy some dynamite, do something.
1: I was, uh, I was really, I I didn't know how to take it because there were so many black employees working there. Wow. There's so many black employees that working here and it's probably a decent job. You know what I mean? I said you uncle Tom motherfuckers. I I wouldn't I couldn't work there, man. Like myself, I would be. Yeah, for real. You know, the conflict of working at this place, and people are people are buying tickets. There's there's literally people who come that see the monument.
0: Mm-hmm. Did you not pay? the mountain?
1: Yeah, I paid to oh, see this. Oh, jo- the,
0: the, Joey. The,
1: there's people who are coming here specifically to see this awesome monument that they're that they heard
0: you know. about oh yeah I've probably family trips from some nazi from indiana with his uh his two kids his wife and their combined 14 teeth taking that trip all the way down there to to hold hands and look up and gawk at this thing like you know they that's our heritage you know there's definitely that element going on
1: so we got on this car like a, a um a gondola or whatever, like car and a, and a a cable car. And it takes you from the the bottom of the mountain up to the top. And on the way up, the person running the car gives you like a little history of the, of the place, you know? Mm -hmm. And so we're going up and there's a, a, like a young black girl running the car and explaining what we're seeing and talking about the, the monument. And I'm like, this just feels so fucking wrong. Every yeah. all everything about this feels so wrong.
0: Know. And
1: when we got to the top and we're walking around, and you know the sight, you could see Atlanta, you could see the whole city from the top of this this mountain, and uh, it was like it just wasn't as cool. It it wasn't as like breathtaking as it should have been because I'm like I can't believe I'm at this thing here, and there's there's people here who are here because of the monument and not because of the mountain.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you're, you're physically at the site of a tribute to, you know, that was for people who wanted to effectively keep your people enslaved. Yeah. Here's a monument to the people who wanted to keep my people enslaved. Wow why do they have a monument exactly because why like they because they, they won a war no because they were people who were against slavery no they have a monument because they lost the war and they wanted to keep people enslaved oh okay yeah let's give them a monument we might as well give everybody a monument at this point point. and you know this you know what this with this huge save the children this person's a pedophile that's What is slavery really? It's child trafficking. So we have a, uh, we have a monument to child traffickers also, if you want to put it in, 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 in that light for the, for the whole save the the children movement that suddenly popped up all over the place. What a joke, despicable, disgusting.
1: Yeah, it was really, it really was. And I'm like, I was so, um, it really put like a, spin on the end of my trip (laughs) i had a really great time i really did it was awesome seeing old friends and seeing nick down there and just like it was a really good trip but then as we left atlanta it was supposed to be like this like a nice little spot where we're going to go see this cool natural site and we get there and it was just very uh it it was more disappointing than anything
0: who picked it out anthony
1: Nah, I did. I Googled it. Oh, I, said, I was ready. Cool hiking, sp- hiking spots, uh,
0: <laughs> near Atlanta. Oh, you took Thanks. your son to a white power tribute monument. How nice of you. <laughs> but yo, Joe, say something, uh, to end it because, uh, I just got home from work the other day. I, got, I just got to take these boots off. I'm dying. All
1: right. Well, it was good talking to you, man. I really missed doing this. And I hope that, uh, at some point I get a little bit of a breather and, uh, we can do this more regularly, but thanks. You see for how doing easy
0: the via the phone is pretty easy, and uh, I don't have to have like the the knowledge that Mav had because I could just stop this recording and send it to him, which I couldn't do if we were sitting face to face. Actually, I was thinking about that the other night, so it's actually easy. So whenever you want to do it, let me know, and we'll just try to even if it's the last minute, we'll try to set it up. Cool. It yeah, up
1: awesome, more. man. So we'll we'll do more of these soon then because uh, I you know I really miss it. I just miss. I honestly, I miss friends that, that whole trip down South was so dope because just being able to sit with my friends again was like refreshing, you know?
0: Oh yeah. You got to make time for that only for your own uh, health, your own mental yeah, health, your yeah. own sanity here. Yeah. So up. thank
1: you, man. And, uh, I'll talk to you soon. Everybody out there, keep listening, keep pumping it. Uh, these are, these are going to get better and better as, as the year goes by. Um, we got some really cool guests lined up and, uh, there's some really cool shit on the horizon.
0: Word up. All right, homie. I'll talk to you soon. Peace. Peace. Thanks a lot for listening. We really appreciate it. Post America podcast will always be there for you. Don't forget that. Tune in next time for more fun with the boys. Until then. Get your fucking ass out of here before I give you a smack, motherfucker! Who the fuck do you think you is? This is
1: post-America. You ain't shit, motherfucker.